Sense and Theory podcast where we cut through the bias and extremism to find common ground that brings us together. I'm Sense. And I'm Theory. And today marks the return of everybody's favorite show within a show, Change, Change My, my view. view. Yeah, crowds going wild, people swerving their cars. Everybody loves Change My View, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so uh, as you guys may remember from previous Change My View episodes, uh, what's going to happen today is we're going to try to see if people can have a rational discussion and somebody's mind can change. Yep. yep. Uh, we've actually, this is going to be a little bit different because today we're actually brought on a guest. They're going to make the case. Uh, actually, today is about QAnon. Yay. And see if they can change our view, sense and theory. So, yep. and, and, and I think we have different views. I'm I'm a little uh, a little more on the fence than you, right? You you yeah, tend yeah. to believe that QAnon is a is a conspiracy I, theory. Like I, like I believe that QAnon is basically hoaxed. I believe it's uh, 4chan people pranking and all that good stuff. Whereas I think you, I, I'm a little softer. I don't know. I think QAnon um, is very well informed. So at the very least, there's that. I I I think you see a lot of trolls on 4chan and stuff. They're not well informed. So. I feel like the level of sophistication, if it is just a flat out troll, mm -hmm. uh, it makes me kind of feel like maybe there's something more going on. Uh, and I don't believe that uh, that QAnon is exactly what he says he is, you know, trying to uh, overthrow or, or throw out, I'm sorry, the bad actors in the government. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe that he's a Trump insider. Um, but we'll, we'll kind of get to that. I think as, as Vlad, uh, our, our esteemed guest, uh, kind of makes his point, Vlad, where are you at with QAnon on the, you know, at, at the surface level, at the top level, like, what do you believe is going on with Q? Um, in the simplest terms that I can put it in, QAnon appears to be military intelligence, uh, and they are openly corresponding for the world to see, they're emphasizing transparency. And Trump, through his tweets, is communicating with Q and constantly confirming, yes, we're in cahoots. They're using esoteric language and um, not only to teach people how to think critically, but to teach people to decode. And they're using the exact same coding that uh, occultists and people in the deep state use to openly kind of mock us, basically. Hmm. Well, can you, for me, because, you know, following the, the change of my view rules, I've kind of stayed away from QAnon, especially this week. And I'm kind of, I'm the rube today. I don't, I don't know much about it. So set up exactly who are the players here when you say deep state or when you say Q and stuff. Uh, Vlad, like who, who exactly are you talking about? Okay, so you're, you're aware that basically Trump has, every president has dailies, right? Uh, FBI, what's going on in the NSA, what's going on? What are the reports? Intelligence reports, yeah. Like Intelligence briefings. reports. Yeah. Well, Trump has basically said, I don't give a damn what anybody's got to say about anything except military intelligence. If you, you notice, he's surrounded by generals, right? Mm -hmm. And these are the people that essentially, according to Q, approached him because he had no Trump had no intention of running for president and they said there is a criminal element that's really deep in our government and that we need to get rid of because these people are basically you know all the stuff that you've ever heard uh and you know we get we're gonna get into some major tinfoil hat 
territory. <laughs> so, uh, and, and the problem is with, with this topic is, uh, and I, I kind of want to do like a little caveat is that let's just pretend that, you know, we're just listening to fiction so that we open our minds to some of the ideas because they just sound outrageous. Well, sure. I, you're, you're, you're talking to a guy who heavily read David Icke about 16 years ago. Right. So I, I don't, I, okay. I definitely, I definitely possess an open mind. It's just, uh, I think, you know, over the years, uh, you know, with David Icke, Alex Jones, uh, you know, other, th- uh, Bill Cooper, you know, stuff that I'd read and listened to over the years, I've formed a little bit different, uh, viewpoint of it, but you know, at least in my case, uh, particularly, I still wholeheartedly believe that the Kennedy assassination was a conspiracy. I have serious reservations uh, about 9-11 and, and, you know, jet fuel melting steel beams and all that good stuff. <laughs> right. You know, so, so it's collapsing with no planes hitting them. Exactly. So I can go, I can go a little tinfoil with you. Um, right. there, there is a, there is a limit, but, but, um, but just to clarify, so you're saying that the criminal element that would be the deep state. Then the, the, the idea the deep is state that are corrupt people that are that are benefiting, uh, and they are in fact conspiring together to uh, basically make themselves rich and uh, keep occultists in power. And there's different there's different levels because people you know people confuse like when we talk about the Illuminati is the Illuminati the deep state? What's you know what's the difference? Right. And it. The Illuminati is like the overall encompassing generic term for all these subsidiaries, right? There's all these substrates. But generically speaking, they're Illuminati. They're people in the dark, you know, pulling strings, doing crazy, crazy shit, like crazy shit. Um, And all on the same team? I mean, they, they are in a very scary way because they have no problem with cutting each other's throats they're com- they're very competitive with e- with each other but uh they work towards a common goal and then if they got to take one you know if they got to take each other out that's no problem right and and do you see like the jay-z's of the world that are holding up the you mm-hmm. know the triangle i mean is that like is that one of those symbols you talked about that they Absolutely. use to communicate with Absolutely. out in the open yeah because see one of the major rules of these occultists is that they have to have our consent so if you ever, uh, there's a movie called "Let the White," let the right one in. Yeah, it's a vampire. Movie, it's yeah, right? it's, it's the old yeah. vampire so, trope that right. you know the, the vampire's not going to come in your house and assault you unless you they they unless can. You said, come on in, sir. Exactly. Well, the vampire a vampire can come into your house, but he's got no power over you, right? In your dominion, in your in your kingdom. So you have to invite him in. You have to give him permission, right? So what is the uh, you know. Uh, the devil took Christ on the top of a mountain and said, I will give you the world if you bow down to me, right? Yeah, the temptation. And Christ said, devil be gone. So this is basically like the, the key. You have to, they have to have our permission. That's why they put all these symbols. That's why if you ever looked at Washington, D.C., I mean, that's, oh, sure. it's yeah, all it's, there. It's laid out They're in a pentagram. And, but you know. the problem is the way they, the, the loophole that they found to deal with this thing is that they never taught us the language. So it's in front of us and we consent to it, but we don't understand the language. So we don't understand quick, what like, we're being told. What are some of the crimes specifically that, you know, that we're consenting to, I suppose? I mean, I know Q talks a lot about, um, you know, child trafficking, mm-hmm. um, sex slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the, 
what are the crimes that we're consenting to? And is this something, like you said, is it is it in hidden language, like we wouldn't even know that we're consenting? Right. And does so, that does that even meet the you know meet the terms of the agreement? If I don't know I'm if I don't know I'm accepting this, then am I really accepting it? You know, what, and, and what level is this playing out to? Like on, on some it's metaphysical on, level. It's on playing a, on every level, including metaphysical. It's playing on the most basic levels, like um, infiltrating the media, uh, music. If you, um, you listen to the, like the latest Eminem, what's, what's his latest hit? Let the devil, let the devil in. Right. Mm. I haven't heard it. I'm not a big Eminem fan. And and the thing is, you have to understand that I'm not a religious person, but I'm just reporting what I found. And it's all about, um, Luciferian ideas and propagating those and getting them into society and getting us to accept those. Like, like saying bad is good. Mm. It's these Luciferian that goes back to the 80s, right? Right. But it, these are all Luciferian reversals. You're agreeing to it, right? By saying bad is good, because it's a it's a literal universe. If you look at the metaphysics of the universe, when we're when we're speaking, we're actually uh creating verbal constructs and we're essentially molding the universe. The the universe is something that's malleable, okay? And when you get a group of people to all kind of vibrate in the same frequency to all be in the same kind of group think. Yeah. It's molding the reality. So if you get everyone to think backwards, it's creating the perfect fertile ground for these parasites. Now, I prolifer- think there's actually it's it's funny, you know, I don't think it's been studied in exactly that manner, but there's actually some evidence for the power of like groupthink. You know, they've done studies on crossword puzzles and they've taken yeah. the New York Times mm-hmm. crossword puzzle and they've given it to people in advance. And, and looked at how well they did on the crossword, right? Like how long it took them to solve, et cetera. And then they'll take that same crossword the week after it's released in the New York Times mm-hmm. and hand a group of people that crossword that uh, you know they haven't seen, and they will do better on that crossword once right. it's kind of hit the, the consciousness. Right. Um, so what I, and, and I get that, but what I don't get is, is how that crosses boundaries into like, you know, actual reality. Like I could understand if there's some sort of connected, you know, consciousness communicating behind us. But if we all agree, say that, that Q is real, does that make it real all of a sudden? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, is it, you say on all levels of reality, does it actually manifest? Do you believe it actually manifests out physically? If we, if we in this room decide that the sky is purple, you know, we walk outside, the sky is still going to be blue, right? Mm -hmm. There's still like an established uh, right, physical reality right. that is true and, and real. Right? right. But we can, uh, we can't, I mean, if you, you know, and I don't want to go off topic into the, like the Mandela effect and everything like that, but you see that reality is what we interpret it to be. Reality is an objective truth, but subjectively can be different based on where we view that reality. Like what angle, you know, we mm. view that reality from that's still, but you a know, tree's quote, still a I hate tree, this term, right? our truth, but yeah, but the tree that I see in the shadow can be dark brown. You see it in the light, and it's light brown. We're both right. Mm. Sometimes the tree's scary, and other times that you know the tree. Right, right. So beautiful. it's so it's a matter of perspective. Um, but that's kind of what we're here to do is is kind of go into like proofs and all this stuff. So it's not just about like, well, if we all agree Santa Claus exists, then that makes it so. You know, this is like a negative proof, like the spaghetti monster. Right, right, right. right. So you can't really prove a negative proof. This 
this is actually eerily reminiscent of the Peterson and Harris concept where like the show launched off and then they started talking about like truth and like objective truth. But I think, I think, um, you're going to pull us back in. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to pull us back Thank in you. just Thank a touch. You. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, you mentioned the crossword experiment. I think a, a lot of people have seen the experiment with the uh, words written on the water bottles, reshaping the mm. water molecules. So there is something I think that's been widely debunked. Yeah, I, I think well, yeah, no, I have his book, but I, I think it's been widely debunked. No, I, I don't think it was so much debunked. It's just that his uh, there were some problems with the rigor as okay. far as like his, his standards of testing and stuff. And Beans, I can check that Funny, out. Funny, my dad just did an experiment. This is a great story. My dad did an experiment. He put uh, pieces of food in two separate bottles, right? And he wrote yeah. terrible words on one, and he wrote really nice words on on the other. Yeah. And he comes to me the next, uh, I don't know, a week later or something. He's like, the, the one with the terrible uh, words molded. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, he calls me back like an hour later and he's like, never mind. I realized I didn't close that one all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, they, so there you go. There's a perfect example. He redid it and they were exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so speaking of the proofs of the QAnon conspiracy, um, what exactly are we talking about here? And I think one of the things that we're going to have to contend with uh, throughout this whole episode, and I think that's kind of the issue that came up with conspiracies at large, is are we seeing you know proof that something is happening, or is it a case of apophenia where we're seeing patterns that maybe aren't actually What there? is apophenia? Apophenia is the phenomenon. Of, you know, we talked about it in the biased episode. It's where you see patterns. That like you know, Rorschach, like you'll see faces in, in right. random. The places. man in the moon, yeah, it okay. would be apophenia. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, your brain so, naturally puts together patterns to make sense of shit. So yeah. if if I had to ask you, as somebody who who believes that it is a four chan hacker, like mm-hmm. I said, what would you what would you counter that with? What what is what is your strongest pieces of evidence to counter my, that? My kind? strongest piece of evidence would be that there is a constant coded, um back and forth with Trump and Q openly. Um, Do you have some of those you can share? Cause I've seen, so, I've seen some people go mm-hmm. through, you know, coding stuff and matching right. timestamps. So, and none of that has really swayed me. I mean, right, you know, right. I've seen and, and, and we and, touched on this when you go, when you go into like uh gematria, uh, which is an alphanumeric coding system. And you know, you, you wrote out like nonsense and then added up the words you know, and that's that's trivial gematria. That's not confirmable. I can make up an alphanumeric code to mean anything I want to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you have two people making the code and they're talking to each other, right? Confirming when their timestamps are exactly 17 minutes apart all the time, and they do this all the time to well, confirm. Couldn't you, couldn't you okay, so say you were uh, say you were an operative unconnected to Trump. Mm-hmm. And Trump makes a tweet. Couldn't you just make your next tweet 17 minutes after that every time? The way it's done is usually Q posts first. And then, and then Trump will tweet something using, using a catchphrase, like something very specific. There's one, there's one proof where an Anon, uh, an Anon asked Q if Trump, could say the phrase TikTok in his presidential address on Easter, right? Okay. Uh, it wasn't TikTok, it was tip top. And he spouts out this nonsensical, you could see the thing, and it's just like, if you don't know that that was 
predetermined for him to say. You'd say, he why spouts say off that? this completely unintelligible thing about how they keep the White House tip top and they call it tippy top. And, <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? I think about? I saw a similar one. Didn't he say like the storm is coming or something? Right. There's a storm coming or something. Exactly. And yeah. it was kind of like, I, I saw surrounded it was out by of place. The it wasn't in a, about a year ago. In a place that made sense for him to say something like that, but he did. Um, and and I guess to me, a lot of those things can be explained by coincidence, although Q constantly says, how many coincidences does it take right. until it's a mathematical impossibility? Right. But I, I still haven't seen, so that's that's one, and mm-hmm. maybe two with Tip Top, I might give you that. I'd, I'd like to see it. Okay. Um, do you have any, you know, any proofs with you, anything to, to maybe read with the timestamps, you know, something solid? Um, I, I mean, I wrote a couple of them down. Uh, one of, one of my favorite ones it, and what's it's, this whole thing is kind of funny because Trump is trolling the deep state the entire time because what's happened is these generals that approached him initially basically formulated this plan before Trump was ever in the picture. And they said, look, we need somebody with, you know, the executive power to, to pull this shit off because it's so deep and it's got to be done in tears because we get, we can't just arrest everybody because that's, that's going to look like a hostile takeover. Well, plus of the government it's like you're busting stuff. a, plus if you're, if you're busting a ring, like a, you know, mafia ring or something, you don't want to tip everyone off. You right. And you're also, you're, and you're also dealing with power vacuums. You know what I mean? Like you really got, you really got to do it very systematically and methodically. Uh, but basically one of my, one of the funniest ones, and it's, it's kind of a trolling one is, uh, and I don't know anything about sports, so forgive my ignorance, but um, there was uh, some sports team, some, some football team. There's two of them, actually, that gave Trump a jersey after they won the Super Bowl or something. Okay. And he chose number 17. He chooses number 17 every time. 17 is, the, the, is Q, is the alphanumeric equivalent of Q. Oh, in Gematria. Well, yeah, alphanumeric. Gematria tends to be more like, uh, when, you, when you talk about Gematria, it's referring to Jewish uh, characters okay. typically uh so alphanumeric uh just means like numbers double over double over uh as letters like and they're, in, they're enter- interchangeable yeah. cs3 Q's so, the 17th letter of yeah. uh and again uh there's another speech that that sounds like total nonsense you know like trump is like what is wrong like what's he talking about and he talks about how he visited some city 17 times and he keeps saying 17, 17. And you're like, I've been here 17 times, you know, the last 17 times. And you're like, what are you talking about? But if you know what he's talking about, you're like, he's just trolling people right yeah. now. Mm. And it's hilarious because he's like, I speak your language, fuckers. You know what I mean? Sorry for the yeah. F-bomb, but, um, right. but that's what he's saying. And he's basically the, the subcommunication of these little drops that, that he's doing these little troll things that he's doing is he's just letting them know that they're coming for him. And uh, to finish the story about the Jersey, Clinton got a Jersey like that. 42. He's the 42nd of 42nd president, right? Okay. Bush got one 43. Obama got one 44. Trump got one 17. He got two actually. Both of them were 17. (laughs) Well, I think so. That leads me to uh, the question, if that's the case, if we have this 17 that's everywhere, we, we already know in the run-up to the election that, that 
Bannon and, you know, other members of his team were very, uh, you know, plugged into what was going on on the Internet and stuff. And there's a lot of accusations, um, you know, leveled at Trump for a lot of the things he, he does or says are dog whistles to the, the alt-right online. Is there not the possibility that Q is doing their thing and that Trump is aware of it? And simply, you know, giving a shout out to the 17. You know right. I mean? and, and, and at the same time, using the Q movement for, you know, for his own interests. Right. Uh, and and the, the cover for maybe terrible shit that they're doing. Right. Uh, in all my research, uh, I'm not finding any evidence of that. But there is the possibility, let's say, you know, just. And I, well, quick, exa- quick example. Quick okay. example. Um, so. When when Sessions is in the news for for making some boneheaded uh, statement or something, and Q says, "Oh, don't worry about Sessions. That's all part of the plan. It's right. all part of the plan." Forty chess. Is it not? Is it not dangerous? Okay, so say let's take for a second that it's true that that Trump uh, is an ally with uh, with the military intelligence. He's foregoing, you know, the CIA, the FBI, uh, possibly the NSA. Although I think they say the NSA is maybe one of the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but convincing a group of people this and working in concert with the military um, to kind of oust uh, and, and change the regime from the inside, isn't that dangerous? If, if, if we believe that's what's going on and, and Trump says, oh, don't worry if I sign this bill, mm-hmm. this is all part of the plan, this is all part of the plan, we can get ourselves in some pretty hot water pretty quick, yeah? Well, actually, actually I have a, a, this is the only thing that I have, right? Because I just happened to see this on Facebook this week. You know, like I said, I tried my best to stay away from Q, but it, it just popped up in my feed. And uh, I think this speaks to exactly what you're getting at, right? So this is a alleged Q post, right? And this is the way it reads. It says, uh, Q clearance patriot. Uh, my fellow Americans, over the course of the next several days, you will undoubtedly realize that we are taking back our great country, the land of the free, from the evil tyrants that wish to do us harm and destroy the last remaining refuge of shining light. On POTUS's order, we have initiated certain failsafes that shall safeguard the public from the primary fallout, which is slated to occur 11-3 upon the arrest announcement of Mr. Podesta, actionable 11-4 confirmation to the public of what is occurring will then be revealed and will not be openly accepted. Public riots are being organized in serious numbers in an effort to prevent the arrest and capture of more senior public officials. He goes on to say, you know, a little bit lower, uh, we will be initiating the emergency broadcast system during this time in an effort to provide a direct message, avoiding the fake news to all citizens. Organizations and or people that wish to do us harm during this time will be met with swift fury. Certain laws have been pre-lifted to provide our great military the necessary authority to handle and conduct these operations at home and abroad. And it does kind of beg the question, Vlad, like what if this is being used to kind of pave the way for the the scary fascist takeover that people have been right. freaking out about since Trump got elected pretty right. much? Right. Um, my argument for that is that they had that in the bag 100% if they just would have voted in Hillary. Why would they vote in Trump and do it the most bass backwards way imaginable? It makes because everyone absolutely needs a good story. No I mean, everyone needs a good story. Hillary, um, you know, it's not. I don't see them creating some big legend around Hillary. Um, you know, Trump is 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 not well known 
and mm. political circles. So it, you know, it enables you to create a story. He's got a legend, you know, of his own, right? As it is, and and you know, I, I it it kind of plays like the the billionaire coming in. You know, he's untouchable, and no one can, and and no one can buy him off. So like that plays to the kind of insider, uh, you know, inside out kind of story too. Um, and I, I I will say that. That tweet or that uh, that Q post, I don't think uh-huh. that's Q. It doesn't sound at all I'm like not Q's a, voice. I'm not a hundred. It does. Um, I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah. It does. It does hit a lot of points that have been made. Uh, I don't know if I missed one or uh, or if that's just uh, an inauthentic one or if it's a composite yeah. of different Q posts. It it may be a composite, but I I don't specifically remember uh, reading that one. I keep up with him daily. I've yeah, got an, I've right. got an app. Uh, which... uh, it doesn't sound like a Q post, but I, I think that's beside the point. I think yeah, what, what... the larger question is, do you see a danger in uh, you know believing that he is that Q is this secret insider and believing all of the information that that he puts forth is true? Do you see a danger in that? Yeah, what, what specifically what worries me is I just want to I just want to note they're talking about all that taking place on November the third. That's three days before the election. Right. I mean, and, and in fact, you know, when I when I sit here and I think about it, that is almost written perfectly to stoke those fears. So perhaps, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. perhaps we have another four chan, you know, prank. Or <laughs> but but I'm saying, like, so if that's being presented as Q, whether it's Q or not, and it may, it may not be, it may not be a part of those posts. Um, if people are nodding and and cleaning their guns, and they're like, we got to be ready because you know it's going to pop off at election time. It takes us to a scary place, I think. Mm-hmm. And and you. There's a there's a big threat. Uh, I don't know threat necessarily, but there's a big worry that there's gonna be, you know, some form of civil war going on. I personally think that the majority, and this is my opinion. A lot of people are gonna disagree with me. I think the majority of us are patriots. I think we love America, and I think we are. I, you know, I, I want to do the little background on me at the beginning. And I forgot, you know, to do it. But I basically was born in a communist country. I was under a uh, communist dictator and I grew up, you know, like I could, I could smell propaganda, you know, like a fart in a car. It's, <laughs> and, and this is what's been going on forever. That's why I couldn't stand Obama. It was like, dude, I got your number. I got your number so bad. I hated Obama. And uh, everything that uh, Trump is doing in the Q thing to, to kind of bring it back around to like, how is, why don't I think it's dangerous? Uh, I'm seeing, I'm a big uh, believer in words matching actions and mm-hmm. basically everything Trump said he'd do, he'd do. Everything that Q has been saying that, that he would do, he has done. So to me, that lines up when I'm seeing people like the Podestas stepping down, you know, and there are countless CEOs dirty the epsteins of the world yeah stepping down that's that's huge to me i mean it's proofs in the pudding so i think i hear you saying that you're seeing a positive effect coming through and that kind of allays any concerns you would have about it you know necessarily getting twisted or subverted yeah right I, i'm seeing everything's lining up exactly the way he's he being trump he has said that he would Everything he, ugh, everything he said he would do, he has done. So I, when I'm seeing 
these new assignments, these new people being put in a position, when I'm seeing the people that are stepping down, people I've read about for years and don't trust and uh, know that they're corrupt it, through my research and everything like that. So, so how do you feel about like about the Manafort appointment? You know, Trump appointed Manafort, who was doing all kinds of shady stuff in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, has been indicted. And uh, there's stuff like that. What do you feel? I mean, my do you con- think that was like Trump going, I'm going to put someone dirty in my own cabinet and, and oust mm. him. Was it just a mistake? Like what? My contention, how do you square that? My contention is that we've got white hats, gray hats and black hats. The gray hats have been compromised for a long time. Maybe they are uh, genuine people. And the gray and hats, have, you think they're like neutral? They're like not... I don't... I, I think there's gray hats that are, that are neutral, but I think the majority of anyone you'd consider a gray hat, a gray hat is somebody who, I don't know, maybe cheated on his wife and doesn't want to lose his family. And they're like, hey, you need to vote this way on this. Or, uh, you know, Betsy gets a, an ugly... Uh, <laughs> email uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like uh, envelope yeah. manila manila envelope uh so it's like um i think there's i think everybody you know once you down chunk them to their day-to-day life they everyone wants the same thing they just want to go home to their families and be happy and you know make make a living and take a vacation and so on and so forth if, and and if somebody's got the goods on them to destroy that and and you've seen you know with recent events that we won't talk about uh there's absolutely no all all stops have been pulled there's no regard for absolutely decimating somebody's life there's there's no regard for it whatsoever there's no ceiling so are you are you saying that in that you think that manafort like was basically you know has done things that he wouldn't necessarily be proud of because he was leveraged or you know, Basically. you think? Cause, and I don't because I and still here's struggle. A, I, here's here's what I struggle with that on that point is that it has apparently been an open secret about Manafort for years. In fact, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro again. I've, I've mentioned this a couple times on the show. He immediately, I think, when they first said something about in, indicting Manafort, he he just he was like, "Well, now you guys know," you know, and he like spilled it on his show. He was like. Yeah, dude, like four years ago, he was trying to, you know, he was going around shopping, trying to get people to write pro-Ukrainian pieces for the, the installed Russian puppet and all that good stuff. So everyone knew, and, and I've scratched my head this entire time to try to figure out why Trump would hire on Manafort either way. Because again, if you're doing all the Russia stuff, right, it doesn't make sense to hire Manafort. And if you're a stand-up guy, it doesn't make sense to hire Manafort. And I've, I've struggled with that throughout this whole process. But I would parallel that with like sessions, you know, everyone's like, what is this guy doing? Like what's going on? You know? And now he's activated quote unquote. And it's just kind of like, what do you I mean? Don't he's know. activated. What, I, like, is that was, a Q term? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Q will uh, talk about how certain people are, uh, are, we don't know if they're good guys or bad guys. And one of the reasons he will, do this is because he understands that the black hats are also looking at this and they're like, Oh, those guys on our side or their side, or are they selling us out or what's going on? And it's a faster way to expedite them eating each other because everyone's turning on everybody. Hmm. So I don't sincerely, I don't know about Manafort because uh, I've like 
I guess the last six months, I've gone deep into the Q labyrinth. Right. But um, outside of it, I'm not, you know, very, I'm not very articulate. I'm not very knowledgeable because it's probably the first time in my life I've actually been interested in politics. Uh And that would be a very, you know, I'm somebody that could care less about it. I'd given up on it. And I'd said earlier in the show that, that I smell propaganda a mile away, uh, being raised around it, uh, in the middle of a a communist dictatorship. So I tuned it out and Q got me to tune back in. And if you can get me to tune back in. Well, I think to me, that's regardless of whether Q is true, regardless of whose side Q is on. Um, I think that's the coolest part of Q is that you can look into Q, you can read the Q posts and, and you're into politics and, and Q doesn't really make broad statements a lot. I mean, I got, I got an example here. Um, and this is a little wild, but, uh, I figured for people that haven't looked into Q at all, this is a, a pretty good round, uh, round statement from Q. He says on June 30th, you have a choice. The choice has always been yours power to the people. They want you divided. They want race wars. They want class wars. They want religious wars. They want political wars. They use the media. They use Hollywood. They use political leaders. They're loud. Groupthink. Public shame against those who challenge. Slavery. They know what's coming. It's now more clear than ever. Never in our history have they been this exposed. Never in our history have they come out from the shadows to fight. The truth is clearly visible. Defend MS-13, question mark. Defend the destruction of our borders, question mark. Promote the fear, nuclear war, if POTUS remains in office. Nuclear alerts, malfunction. Promote violence, compare to Hitler, Nazis. Promote hate, promote war. These are all questions. Promote economic decline. Promote North Korea to end talks with POTUS. Promote impeachment for no reason. Uh, promote racism, promote fascism, promote riots, form Antifa, violent group designed to instill fear in free speech, hatred for America. Sheep follow blindly. They're scared. They're losing control. We knew this day would come. We planned. We took control over key elements. We stand at the ready. We fight dark to light. God bless America. God bless patriots around the world. Think for yourself. Trust yourself. Courage together. So to me, amen. the message that resonates with Q that I think it, it goes back to kind of our flawed messenger concept. Even mm. if Q is a scumbag, some of the messaging from Q makes a lot of sense. Stand together. Think for yourself. And that's the underlying, he, that's he the posts, biggest sell. He posts news articles and stuff and, and they're legit. You know, these are legit mm-hmm. world events that are happening. Uh, and he says, you connect the dots, you know, you, you draw the picture and that I can respect. Um, mm. I, I guess I get really lost uh, when People say, you know, there's these decoders out there and you've got like mm-hmm. praying medic and, and war drummer and stuff. And these Sir guys Mack will take fantastic. Yeah. These guys will take the Q posts and mm-hmm. they will produce videos that kind of break they're, they're it down kind of the cliffs and, notes and connect but... dots themselves. And, and I think that is totally in ant- antithesis to what Q is asking us to do. Right. right? Q's not right. saying go trust praying medic to, to break this down for you. He's saying, Look at the dots, connect the dots, right. and and I think that that there's value in that. You know, I've said it before on the show. I think he's he's very well informed. He'll he'll post news articles, uh, you know, the hour they come out practically about an issue that's just breaking. Um, so you know, it's obvious mm-hmm. he's he's well informed. He's got his finger on the pulse, or they, if it's a team of people. Yeah. Um, 
but to me, that's like, that's the biggest draw here is like, yeah, get people involved in politics. Um, but I think at the same time, we've got to be real, real careful about who we trust to do those mm. breakdowns. And, and, you know, when, when war drummer has these like really well produced, like MGM grand mm. type videos that are almost like watching a movie trailer or something in this really dun da 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 voice. Uh-huh. And and very he's dramatic. making it very dramatic, and he's making some wild statements. I couldn't get behind War Drummer right. at all. And I mean, you and you get into a lot of trivial gematria with War Drummer. I would definitely uh, mark him under half serious, half baked. Um, I like the guy, and it's interesting, but I really don't buy into all of his stuff. He's on point about some stuff, and and really to be clear, he's interpreting uh a redditor by the name of serial brain okay so war drummer is basically youtube being serial brain so he's kind of two steps removed from exactly so Mm. so it's kind of like you know uh the the coder of the coder of the coder so you get into silly stuff like that so you can't take it as gospel none of this you you can't take praying medic you can't take sir uh patrick mack uh None of it is gospel. You got to do your own homework. You got to do your own uh, rabbit holing, and you have to cross contextualize all these things and think for yourself. That's the it's, biggest point here because we live in a country that has been under mockingbird media propaganda since the fifties. Okay, we've been told what we we're supposed to know, and there's all these omissions. We really don't know. We know maybe about 5% of what's going on. And that's just real and, quick to clarify. That's the CIA, the Mockingbird operation where they had journalists, uh, you know, all over the country on payroll. When right. that kind of came out during the Six search committee. Six companies own all yeah. of the media. Yeah. All of the media. I, I think it's interesting that you say don't take it as gospel. What do you think about kind of the religious intertwinings of Q? Because I, there's very, I mean... There are very Christian themes that right. come out through we Q's are, posts. He talks about praying a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, many of the decoders are very religious. Um, in fact, Q has posted, uh, he's posted some Bible verses here and there. He's posted uh, Corinthians. Um, he's posted uh, Ephesians. He's posted, uh, you know, Corinthians 13, 4, which I happen to like. Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And and I, mm. like you, I'm not a religious guy, um, but what, what, did, what do you take from, you know, the very Christian... Uh, religious bent of Q and his followers. What does that mean to you? Um, it's very important to understand that at the core of this whole thing, we are up against Luciferians. We are up against literally Satanists, literally people who are drinking blood, sacrificing children, doing things that are absolutely unspeakable. And that's where the tinfoil hat comes in. Because no one's going to believe that. This information has to be released in tears because if you get the average guy off the street and you tell them that the world is being run by blood-drinking Satanists, they'll laugh in your face. (laughs) Of course, yeah. But we are fighting a spiritual war. We are literally fighting the end of days 
war. This is like literally the last stand for humanity. So, and, 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 and you believe that wholeheartedly, I man. Are you a Christian? Are you, do you, I'm nothing. An anti, at I'm least an anti-Luciferian I'm though? technically Greek Orthodox, which I think is Christian. I don't yeah. even know because I don't like labels. You know, a lot of people, uh, on, I, when I do my vlogs on uh, my Facebook, they're like, oh, you're a Republican, you're conservative, you're this and that. And I'm like, man, I don't even know what those labels mean because uh, I think Buddha was asked once uh, what Buddhism is. And he said something to the effect that as soon as you start labeling things, you change them. Sure. So I am the only thing that I would, the only thing that I would call myself is a free thinker. I don't, I really don't mind subscribing to left ideas or right ideas or center ideas or whatever ideas. As long as they fit, if they fit into my, uh, sense of integrity and character, you know, uh, I I really strive to have uh, my thoughts, my words, my actions align as much as possible to be an honest person. Uh, I consider myself a spiritual person, not a religious person, right? The the old chick in the bar uh, saying <laughs> that they are, oh, I'm just spiritual. <laughs> but, uh, but that's what I consider myself. Seeing what's going on, doing the homework, countless hours, we are in a religious war against Satanists. There's no other way to say I, it. I think that, that I think you, you both there with, with two elements kind of touched on again, why this is, this is real bad in my opinion. And you know, it was when you read that first Q quote, if you notice, he starts going through with his questions about supporting uh, MS 13, supporting the, the no border security and that. And it basically, he might, he might use different words, but you kind of, you get a sense that he's basically walking through the democratic platform, mm. right? So when we take that hard a stab at partisanship, because that's what he's doing. He's, he's saying, these are all the things that they're supporting sure. because they're scared and they're, and they're running scared and all that stuff. And then we put it in the context of the end of days. That's, that's, we can, we can drop quotes from the Bible about love all we want to, but that is only going to ratchet up partisanship. And I'm not seeing, like, to me, wouldn't you think that if we were, it, isn't, it, isn't it somewhat coincidental that this person who's on the inside that's feeding us all this stuff is such a card-carrying Republican? Mm. Right. So, so are there any are there any Republicans drinking the blood of babies and stuff? I mean, <laughs> yes. are are there yeah. no Luciferian Republicans? Why, <laughs> there absolutely are, and that's one of the biggest tricks that they've played. Right, the devil's a trickster. They've gotten us to have this endless partisan conversations. One of the devices, one of their little Hegelian dialectics. Right, thesis, antithesis. Right, synthesis, and uh, basically. If we take the labels off and look at the raw ideas and you don't put them in a box, Democratic, Republican, red, blue, all that shit, you're going to have noble, unifying ideas. This country needs to be a sovereign country. This country needs to be an upstanding country. It, does, it, it needs to be honorable. It needs to have integrity. We need to stand together. Everything Q is saying is for a change, but, a refreshing change is a unifier. But those but, things don't align with with Trump to me. They well, don't hang on. and they don't they don't align with what you just read that Q said. 
I mean, he's not he's not talking about stripping away a label. He's very much so saying them and very much so meaning Democrats. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's no Republicans who are wanting open border security, right? There's right. no Republicans who are defending MS-13. We know exactly who he's talking about. So what I'm saying is the ideals are noble. That's actually like, you know, what we strive for on this show is to kind of get past labels, you know, bring people together. But you can kind of tell that that's not quite what's happening here. By the idea that the, the ideas that he's supporting are all one sided. I mean, to to cast. All right. If if we follow my line of thinking to cast uh, arguing for the Democratic position on economics as what, what was it? Promoting economic ruin. Yeah, something like Is that. that. What it, was? it was, it was now, pretty now, gloom and doom. Now, look here. You know what I'm saying? I lean right. I think that socialist policies do, in fact, in a sense, promote economic ruin. But I'm also smart enough to know that's because I'm biased towards capitalism and the free market. You know what I'm saying? This this person who's sitting back there and and you know is above it all and can see this big picture and everything, my my goodness, I'm gonna say again how coincidental it is that it works out that he, you know, obviously views things in that perfect partisan lens, whether you put a name on it or not. Right. You know, he he definitely is coming from that position. And again, with Trump, you know, we can say, you know, Trump is, you know, he's crossed the the aisle on on a couple things. Uh, you know, nothing comes to mind, but I do remember, uh, you know, last year there were a couple uh, things as far as taxes, you know, tariffs and whatnot um, that he has done that are more, you know, it's more of a Democratic position than a conservative, but they're very few. And it's interesting to me that he would... All, all the way through this, like even if we go back to his election the campaign, um, you had said earlier that 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 Trump, uh, that the generals had come to Trump. Uh, what was it? Uh, is it late last year or something like it was after he got elected? Correct. It was before. Oh, it was before. It was okay. way before. So if it was before I look at Trump and I see that 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 image of Trump that we all have. And I think that if you're going to pull something like this off. That, to me, would be the worst way imaginable to go about it, right? The idea, I guess, is that he's, you know, doing these incendiary tweets and saying these half-racist things and stuff. And, and you know, the other night, uh, well, you know, he made fun of the, uh, the, uh, the handicapped person while he was mm-hmm. on the campaign yeah. trail. You know, stuff like that. That is not how I would go about pulling off this, this massive coup that we're talking about and shutting down the deep state. Now, <laughs> That's an understatement. You know, um, my argument for that would be that they needed somebody that already had the world on a silver platter and was not corruptible and was not uh, in these occult societies and had no desire, had been invited in and, and said no and wanted mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. And, um, you know, he's definitely highly imperfect because he's done some embarrassing stuff. Yeah. yeah, and continues to do and to continues do to do so. Things. But if you understand that that some stuff that is uh, that appears to be gibberish and nonsensical and and the rants of an idiot, a lot of times it's coded. Yeah, I want to I want to do a thought experiment real quick. So you mentioned that you're not a fan of Obama. Mm-hmm. If if Obama had instituted a presidential alert system on cell phones, mm-hmm. um. You know, what would your thoughts towards that be? Of course, Q, Q posted the other day, what a wonderful day when they launched the presidential alert system. And, and me, gosh, if Obama had done that, I'd have flipped. Um, right. You know, yeah. oh, uh, what 
why does a sitting president need a direct link to everyone's cell phones? Mm. Um, you know, isn't Twitter enough? Because, <laughs> you know? because the mockingbird media has subverted them every step of the way with everything they've got. And well, his I'm Twitter is about to go thought down. Thought experiment for a second. Imagine it's Obama or Hillary Clinton who mm-hmm. comes in and establishes a presidential alert system. How would you feel about that? Would you feel good? Would you would you feel like she was subverting um, you know, the media system? I would because everybody would be aligned with her. And I already know about Mockingbird Media. I already know that if it's coming out of my TV, it's lies. So when I'm seeing everything aligned like that, then that just sends chill, chills up my spine, you know? That, that would absolutely, where I'm seeing this happen in contrast of Mockingbird Media. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so viewing Trump this as, a as necessary, an opponent, viewing Trump as a po- an opponent of this, this is a necessary system, step because you're Susan Wojcicki as, as a fight, as a fight move. Whereas if it was Hillary Clinton, you'd see it as a as a tool of her regime of of her being part of that whole system. Exactly. Right. It's just that would be just so, kind of uh, so or even fair next. enough. Fair enough. Same same with George, with W. Like if W had done the same thing, mm-hmm. you'd feel the same thing because he's a he's a part of that insider, you know, collective. Right. Same beast as Hillary and Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. what if? So what if next year? Hillary gets elected, or I'm sorry, in 2020, Hillary gets elected, uh-huh. and now she's got We're this fucked. national system uh-huh. put into place. I <laughs> mean, is is there no danger there? Like, we've we've established this now. Trump well, we has established are, this now. We're at the point where where it's all or nothing. That's a dangerous place to be. It's a very dangerous place. Friend. We don't we don't. I mean, I don't think most people realize how important the t- the t- we're going to look back on this. Hopefully if everything works out all right. And I don't think people are going to believe how they completely missed out on what was going on there. Retrospectively, this is going to be one of the most incredible See, things in the world. To biggest, look back on. biggest thing to me, like I look at, I, that, that's the same message that the democratic party is sending to me is it's all or nothing. We've got to stop Kavanaugh from getting in here. We've got to mm-hmm. vote Democrat because Damn it! They're going to overturn Roe versus Wade, and women are going to die. That's not what coat it's, hanger abortions. It's not about Roe v. Wade. It's about mili- military but, tribunals. But my but my larger point is that that message that it's all or nothing whips us into frenzies where we make mistakes, where we say yes, mm-hmm. I'll accept this extreme measure from a president, mm-hmm. and then four years from now we are looking back and we're going, holy crap! How did we get here? Oh yeah, it's because we thought the end of days was coming and we were going to fight this well there's this war, there's like good reason for him to do the presidential alert system and that is um Jack Darcy from Twitter, Susan Wojcicki from YouTube, um Mark Zucks, uh you know, uh Bryn from Google, they are all of one mind to subvert Everything that's going on, I can't argue with you. I mean, I think I, I just we, we talked got about censored. Alex Jones getting shut down. Right. Yeah, he's and, and that was a that was a, a co- Alex concerted effort from a group of people to shut him off of all the popular platforms. So I agree, there's a danger there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never, <laughs> you know, I, I strongly believe there's a danger there. Um, he's got to have a way to communicate with his people because Twitter is the number one way that that he kind of bypasses quote unquote fake news and his Twitter is probably about to go down from a rogue employee. Well, I think, I think what the concern is though, and it, you know, it's something that we kind of touched on in a house divided when we were talking about, 
the left often not wanting to wait and wanting to ram things through is that they're willing to go to all sorts of links to get that done. And so this raises the question, uh, you know, we had, I think it was a, it was a John McAfee came out and said that the presidential alert thing is awful as far yeah, as what said it taps into the E nine one one chips on the phones, which gives yeah. them location. So, and- so the question becomes lot. I would ask what, uh, where would you draw the line? Like if, um, let's say the federal government said that they needed to post, uh, national guard troops in certain cities. Um, if, if that, you know, went along with what Q was saying, would you be okay with that? I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not comfortable with any of it. It's, right. it's very scary to me because let's say the whole thing, you know, there's still always going to be an element of doubt in me because what if it is like you guys say, right. you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, saying this is a hundred percent i'm totally with q man let's go let's yeah you know let's let's uh drain the swamp i want that to be true but when you when you start talking about martial law when you start talking about activating the uh guard uh when you start talking about all those things even if it is and it might very well be necessary because you got soros and his little open society foundation and all that stuff and all his little subsidiary foundations that he's, you know, all these people that he's paying money to protest and, uh, destroy American sovereignty. You kind of have to do those things, but I'm very uncomfortable with them because those are very scary things. And what if, you know, the, the cynical side of me is like, what if this is the biggest troll? Mm. You know what if, what if Q is a Luciferian? Exactly. What if what if Trump is a Luciferian? Ex- yeah, mean, ex- exactly. They're the Which ones. I've not babies, seen any so. evidence of that, but I mean, you got to be. You know, I, I just don't believe in mindlessly a hundred percent following everything. All you know what I mean? Like right. you still have. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm more optimistic than anything because systematically, to me, it doesn't make sense to to take out people that are clearly corrupt clear you can look into their um backgrounds and these are very evil sociopath backslash psychopaths clearly provable um i just don't see somebody doing that just for a big haha at the end having said that i don't know you know what i mean what if it is yeah mm. i don't like any of that mil- like if you're gonna take if all of a sudden we're going to be under military control. That's very scary. No matter who's doing it. Yeah. Even if they're saying, you know, it's to, uh, to supplant this, this poisonous leadership that's grown. I mean, mm-hmm. I, although I, I will say that, that Q talks about, he does talks about new government, you know, new form of government, giving power back to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they make good on that, mm-hmm. then everything you know, they've done so far has done that. So I don't, I just and, I, and he's he's getting people to think critically because that's what that's why all the stuff is coded to actually get people to do the work instead of just mindlessly uh, downloading information into their little empty brains. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's making everybody work for it, and hopefully and he's that's pointing what, everybody in the same direction so we're actually unified. So that would be incredibly detrimental to do that if you're just going to troll everybody at the end. Mm-hmm. Why would you weaponize the people? with 
information and knowledge and get them all on the same page to try to subvert them. Well, you, short answer, short answer for power, for power. If you can, if you can create a narrative um, that, that gathers followers, especially followers who, who are in a mindset that uh, they're, they're righteous and mm-hmm. they're correct and that they, they have an infallible leader, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, I think, I think power is the answer to that question. You know, what, is he, what, what, what do they have to gain? Um, well, certainly, uh, you know, the, the president of the United States, the Senate, um, you know, are some of the largest powers on the planet Earth. So, mm. you know, I think that's the answer to that question is right there. Especially well, if you can successfully continue to like move goalposts. So, I mean, there are there are some things, you know, we don't have to go into them, but there are some, you know, predictions. I use the word loosely that Q has made that haven't come to pass. Right. And and then still at the end of the day. It's, well, no, everything's according to plan and we just move on. So if you have a populace that believes that it's it's the end of days and they've got to listen to you and the, the terms of what you're predicting can change and shift around, you know, it's, it reminds me of, and, and not to say that, you know, I'm, I'm comparing necessarily everyone who looks into Q uh, to a cultist or whatever, but it reminds me of like back, I think in the mid 19th century, uh, there was a guy who predicted the end of the world and he was wrong five times, but he was able to talk his, con- he was like a, a pastor of a church, but he was able to t- talk his congregants into believing that, oh, it was because of this. I was wrong, but I promise you next it's going to be November. The 18th, next you know? time. Next so time. he was able to just keep pushing it and stuff. And, you know, of course they kept giving him money and stuff. Now to your point, uh, I think eventually they did turn on him and possibly one of them murdered him. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a little hazy on it. I'm trying to remember his name, but yeah, I mean, so that, that could be an outcome, but, um, so let's, uh, let's do this. I think, I think we've, we've presented the case for Q. So let's kind of, uh, let's kind of have a summation here. Uh, uh, since how do you feel about Q? I'm, I'm in exactly the same place. Uh, I think Q is, is well-informed. I think that, uh, reading Q is harmless. And in fact, I think anyone who has any question about what Q is should should go read Q. Go go to Q uh, QMap.pub and and read the posts and and think for yourself. Do as Q says. Think for yourself. Uh, read the articles. Uh, research the connections and talk about what you find. Um, I don't think there's any harm in that. I think uh, it is very possible that Q is a a well informed, well trained agent of disinformation, of propaganda for Trump and his regime. I think it's possible that QAnon is a uh, disinformation campaign for the deep state that's going to make, create all these followers, whip them up, and then and then point out how fake it is, make some wild allegations that don't come true and point and laugh at them and, and you know, completely discredit this group of people. I, you know, I, I won't, I won't leave out any possibilities. I, I don't think that uh, that there's a a an Armageddon coming. You know, I think for centuries, for thousands and thousands of years, people have have felt this, and it's led to some of our deepest, darkest points of humanity. Um, and I just can't go there. You know, I won't go there. I think it's dangerous to go there. Um, but as for Q itself, I'm in largely the same position. Uh, go look for yourself. See what you think. Hmm. For my part, um, I think. It's I, I feel largely the same way I do about a lot of uh, 
the conspiracy stuff that, like I said, I, I got into in my, my earlier 20s. Like when I step back and I look at it, I start to have problems with the scale of it all. And for me, where, you know, it's, it's a little bit different from you, I see the problem both ways, right? When I look at Q and, and Q says that there's this deep state out there that's got their fingers in all these pots and pies and stuff, and they've been able to successfully hide it away and stuff, I realize that, you know, oftentimes I, the government just straight up struggles to keep secrets. There's things that we think that they keep secrets about. You know, we think that out in Area 51, there's all this crazy advanced technology, and there may be. I'm not saying that there isn't. <laughs> I'm just saying that eventually things come out in the wash. And to me, a massive, you know, pedophile ring or a, a massive, you know, covert plot and stuff, it's going to come out in this. Oh, day you and mean age like eventually. 600 priests in Pennsylvania molesting boys, right? Yes. It only took. A hundred years yeah. for that to come out. It took a I mean, hundred years. I don't know how long's it been going on, man. Well, I'm yeah, saying, maybe I mean, a thousand. It was, it was Twenty, thirty years ago. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's like Operation Mockingbird and some of the other things that we've talked about coming to light in the seventies. Now there are times where people don't listen to them, but it came out. It's like the JFK assassination. It came out. Now again, as a populace, we may not choose to listen to it, but there it is, and you have hard, tangible, uh, you know, proof. So do you accept you can the possibility, at. though, that so, maybe it just hasn't come out yet? So here's the problem that I have with this, is that in the absence of that proof, which may come out in 10 to 15 years, okay, then I have to look at the plausibility of the story. And again, for uh, you know Trump to coordinate this massive disinformation campaign um, using people like Praying Medic and, and the other people that you've, you've noted and stuff, um, off a of, off a of 4chan posting. That's a little much for me. It's a little much for me to think that he was going to, you know, oh, this is what we'll do. We'll build it up like this, and that's how we'll pave the way for the coup. Well, hopefully you've got other plans to, to, to use, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't think you can reasonably expect at that point that that's going to work. And then on the other side of that, to believe that this guy is on the inside, and he is feeding us this information, but the only way that he can do it is through these archaic codes and, and you know, it's got to have this 17-minute thing or trips or, you know, whatever. It's just always that way. There's, there's, there's always another rabbit hole. There's always another thing, and there's never a there there. That's what I mm. kept finding with Codex. That's what I found with the Denver International Airport. There, perfect case in point. Why is the Denver International Airport shaped like a swastika? I have no idea, okay? But they don't appear. And all those wild-ass murals, all those, man. All those wild murals. But, but right, the whole deal was is that that was going to be the camp, right, when things broke down, and that's where they were going to shove us and stuff, was in the Denver International Airport. Much like the FEMA coffins well, on the trains. And, so, and- you know, people were looking at it, and people were looking at the FEMA camps, and, and there's, there's no there there. And if that is their secret place, well, it's, it's out. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, it always turns into something else. And at the end of the day, I, I need to see um, something a little bit more concrete. Well, I will say there's 19,000 or so sealed indictments that Q is saying are all 52,000. Uh, 52, <laughs> it's up to 52,000 now. If you go to pacer.org, I think it is, it'll tell you the so, number. Well, like now. I said, we talked about the, the indictments. The 52,000 sealed indictments. We talked about that on the show before. That number does not necessarily mean that it's this or well, that. Well, it doesn't necessarily, but assuming they will be unsealed at some point, 
then perhaps we will see some proof of something at some time. Perhaps. I'm, I'm just saying that in the meantime, right, in the meantime, what it tangibly just did was get a segment of the population to be okay with the emergency. Mm. What it's tangibly done is made a segment of, had one guy hold up on the Hoover Dam demanding the release mm. of a report that, and stuff. That was totally and there, I'm not saying that there's not kooks everywhere. You know, there's kooks in just about everything. You know, people can obviously take things too far. But what I'm it, it breaks out a little too perfect for me to to you know it's 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 like the post I read from Q. That's just three days before the election. Expect a big uprising. You know the emergency, and so you know you say, well, that's not Q. That's that's probably a prank guy and stuff. And it's like exactly. Well, I did I did exactly. look that up, and it didn't. Just to clarify, that's not on any of the official Q stuff. I, that it didn't have his trip code or whatever, which is his unique code that he you know that he signs stuff with his account so i think it's fair to say that 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 post was probably not q although it did clearly illustrate it uh, clearly the power, illustrates the, the issue. power that that right. q may have uh right. over a populace were he to say some things like that you know to convince people that it was all right so um, uh vlad you've heard uh where we've ended up is there anything mm-hmm. else you'd like to say um what comes to mind is I just want to make a quick correction that he's not on 4chan, he's on 8chan. 8chan, yeah. Because everyone's yeah. just like, oh, 4chan, blah, whatever. Infinite chan. Uh, just, just little corrections like that. And I wanted... Oh, um, Beans, I was going to be I pissed. I think one of the things that uh, I wanted to bring up was that, you know, everyone's just like, where are these Where are these arrests at? Where, where? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Claire Bronfman, Bronfman uh, was arrested. She's a billionaire. And she is uh, the head of the um, cult that Allison Mack was recruiting for. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what were they called? The uh, uh, Nexium cult. Yeah. When billionaires are going down like that, that's a big deal, and it's not being reported. And like, did you guys hear about that? No, I didn't. I did because I researched it. I did because the out limit the Allison Mack cult. The Allison Mack call. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no, I heard about it. And I, in my opinion, the reason that a billionaire went down for that is because billionaires' daughters were being swept up in that. You know mm. what I mean? That's, that's remember, the original reports they were ignoring, and then some of the rich girls came back and were like, hey, this is what's going on in this thing, and then it all came tumbling down. I, you know, so I'm not, you're to, seeing, not to step on toes. But. You're seeing it, but you, in every direction, I mean, you look at... uh you look at Pope Francis and him waving his hands and, and dismissing 2000 pedophiles. Uh, you look, uh, at, um, Isaac Cappy, you look at all this stuff that's happening everywhere. And it seems unrelated. Why is it all happening right now? It's because underneath everything, there's this boiling point that everything's hitting and it's starting to seep in every different direction. And, and the way it's being reported, is just kind of like, you know, you got to put it together. You got to put it together yourself. And I don't know. I really, there's a, there's a funny thing I want to kind of say. My, uh, my best friend, Roy Haber, who's a hilarious stand-up comedian, a little plug there for him. His grandfather lived to be 104 and uh, he lived through Auschwitz. And, but, you know, despite that, he had a very good sense of humor. It was a very good smart man he said uh he would say the the man is the head of the family but the woman is the neck Mm. and she turns the head in whatever direction she wants 
And it makes me think of Q and that's what he is. And we had this conversation. The uh, Q is the neck. The Q is the neck because the three of us, for instance, we are all, you know, we go down the rabbit hole on this topic, that topic, whatever. And we have all this information. And I'd mentioned that, you know, they teach us things kind of like half-assed where they say, well, knowledge is power. Well, no, it's not. Knowledge is trivia. But when you organize, organized knowledge is power, right? So it's a difference between knowledge would be notes and organized knowledge would be music. If you're going to do, hmm. if you're going to, you know, use a metaphor like that. So us all knowing trivia is worthless. But when somebody becomes our neck and points us in the right direction as a, as a country, then I don't know, that's really powerful. And we have, it's confirming things that we've known for years. It's saying, yes, you're not a crazy person. Conspiracy theorist is not a dirty word. It was, you know, the CIA put it into effect and weaponized it in what, 1967 to, to be something a kook, to, to punish people for educating themselves. Mm. And to speak to your point earlier, you know, the best place to hide something is in plain sight. Everything we're taught is backwards, you know, and I've had a conversation with my mom. I try to explain to her that there's a lot of stuff about 9-11 that doesn't work out. And she exploded at me and said, I refuse to believe that that level of evil exists in the Mm. world. And there Mm. it is. Mm. Perfect social programming. Church. You know, once, once you're in the system, you know, it's exactly like that matrix thing. Once you are in the system and you are bought into the system. I, I agree wholeheartedly. With yeah. You. I think, I think there's, there's definitely elements that, that we wholeheartedly agree on, on, you know, I, I don't want to see people who be labeled a conspiracy theorist or a kook for questioning the government. Cause you should question the government. And I think we should all take the time to look deeper into things and come together and all that stuff. Luckily, um, we've already got a guy on staff here at the show that does that. And, uh, you know, without further ado, I think that's what we're going to do is we're going to turn it over to fact checker extraordinaire, Beanzo. Beanzo, what do you got for us today? Well, I have to admit, buddies, my view has certainly been changed. Bigfoot debacle aside, perhaps there is some merit to these types of episodes. For today... I thought that your repeated attempts to steal my job were simply a product of your ineptitude. Clear to me now that Vlad's 8chan correction is incontrovertible evidence of a conspiratorial plot to subvert and overthrow the czar of certainty, the vizier of veracity, the shining beacon of truth. <sighs> Just do the segment, Beans. Is that what you want, Sense? Really? You, in theory, would like the listeners to believe that, wouldn't you? Oh, yes. Theory wants me to tell folks that the man in the moon is pareidolia, not apophenia. And Sense will be beside himself if I don't clarify that Manafort was convicted in a court of law, which is a bit beyond just being indicted. But that's not the end game here, is it, gentlemen? It was never about the facts. Why else would Theory read a Q post that isn't attributed to him anywhere? Wake up, sheeple! I'm merely the Ray Charles brought on this show to sprinkle some beans legitimacy on this, the crystal Pepsi of political podcasts. 
here I am, diligently taking notes and fact-checking the half-cocked things that come out of Sense and Theory's mouth, and these two haven't even brought an outline to the last four episodes. Clearly, they never expected the overwhelming magnitude of my raw star power, as their listenership increases and transforms this from a tax write-off to a bona fide cultural touchstone. They want to crowd me out and profit off my skill. Why else would they invite a guest on who also specializes in sorting through esoteric bullshit? Don't allow it. Where we go one, we go all. Stand up, patriots. Right into the show and let these two know that a show without beans is like a personal check from Sense and Theory's patron account. Unacceptable. Fellas, back to you. Well, that's, uh... I don't know. That's outstanding, Beans. I, I look forward to you uh, wearing a tinfoil hat and scribbling on the wall furiously. But anyway, though, uh, you know, I want to thank you, Vlad, for coming on the show today, man. Thanks for having me. And also, uh, you know, you, you've got videos and stuff online. Where can people find you? Uh, I mainly operate off of Facebook. I'm, you can find me at Vlad Vendetta with one T. Uh, Zucks wouldn't let me... <laughs> actually have that name so i had to kind of like <laughs> modify it to appear he got it cia's got to have our uh full information right uh i'm at vlog v just the letter on youtube for uh vlog more vlogs i'm also on instagram under vlog v i am on twitter at vlog v with three e's after the e uh, i've got a website vlogtalks.com which i need to build up a little bit more i haven't really done anything about that and then uh on a side note i also have a youtube channel for my music at vlad vendetta for youtube oh that's cool so you're a musician you, you play mm-hmm. in a band and stuff yeah i'm in uh i'm in two separate bands i've got one uh that's called disaster piece and that name's probably going to get changed and then i've got another band that's playing for halloween a few shows it's called uh freddie and the krugers oh man that sounds cool like uh so like what kind of influences like what kind of music you know it's real diverse uh but just kind of broad strokes I would say like Pantera, Guns N' Roses, silly stuff like Guar and, uh, you know, Taylor Swift is a huge influence. That pleases me greatly. (laughs) No, here's the damn conspiracy right here. This is... Hey folks, I'm Sense, one half of the Sense of Theory podcast. I'd like to take a second to thank you for listening. Uh, It's your time and attention that makes this show worthwhile. Uh, We do the show for you and our listeners. Um, I'd ask you to leave a review, good or bad, on iTunes. Uh, Come check us out on the various social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find the links uh, in the description to the show. And uh, if you want to reach out with a comment, uh, joke, uh, funny anecdote, uh, you want to call me an idiot, uh, senseintheorypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Thanks again, folks, and we'll see you next week. Uh